Hi, welcome to Just Common Sense. My name's Brian Harrison, and tonight I got Jerry on the phone again. Jerry's been on the show a lot lately because he has a lot to talk about. He's been very, very clear of what he's been saying, and he's very intelligent. I'll say that. I'll t- I didn't say it. I'm, let me mute the mic so he didn't hear that. <laughs> uh, he knows a lot of things. He's not always right on everything. Is that right? You know, I thought I was wrong once, but I was only mistaken. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, just kidding. We're all wrong from time to time, but that's uh, you know why we have conversations because you know, I mean, you know, when you realize you are, you know, it's like that changes your viewpoint on things, right? And guys, I'll be drinking water tonight on and off because I've got allergies going on right now. No, it's not COVID. It's pollen season starting up here, and I get it bad this time of the year. Uh, North Carolina is full of pollen. Cars turn yellow. It looks like a nightmare. And uh, Anyway, so uh, let's talk about a variety of things. Um, <laughs> first of all, my favorite subject, we're going to talk about giggles. Uh, I always got to say something about Vice President Harris. First of all, she is an embarrassment to our country. She was in Poland today. Didn't even know where she was. She didn't even answer where she was. What she, she couldn't even get the answer out. And I mean, she couldn't answer half the questions they were asking her. It was embarrassing. All she kept doing was laughing, as we say, giggles. Well, even uh, before that, she, she was sitting there yeah. uh, talking to Justin Trudeau, and yes. somebody asked her a question about what's going on. Yes. And she completely ignored him and just yep. looked over at Trudeau and she's like, oh, when did you get in town? Oh, where are you staying? And completely ignored the question. And it was a, a yeah. very valid question. You know, yeah. So she she's completely unprepared to do her job. Yeah, I know. But then again, those of us that didn't vote for <laughs> Biden knew that beforehand. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's never been prepared or qualified to do the job. I can't even believe she ran for president at one time, and then she just was out of there so quick, and then Biden picks her. She was one of the worst ones running. Well, anybody can run for president, you yeah. know, and that's, you know, I mean, so anybody can run for president. And it's like, but, you know, basically the people that ought to be upset that she was, you know, holding an office are the taxpayers in California that, yeah. you know, basically voted for her. And, you know, now that they see how incompetent she is, maybe they can understand uh, you know, why nothing ever got done in her district. Oh, absolutely. It, I don't even, anyway, I don't even want to talk about her anymore. It's just, it was embarrassing. It just shows how weak our country is. And we'll be talking a lot about Biden again tonight. Um, let's talk about the Keystone pipeline. We're talking about obviously fuel right now. What's going on out there. Look, the Keystone pipeline should have been left being built we know that we've talked about it on previous shows right now they could have been producing oil already that would have helped tremendously six months ago it would have been producing oil that's correct i was just going to say that but as yep. jerry reads my he's got a camera back here he reads my notes i don't know how he does it. <laughs> i'm telling you it's crazy um anyway so <laughs> on with that um you know, there were they were talking today, and they were saying if they could reopen this pipeline or start construction. Let me rephrase that: start construction, they can reopen this pipeline in approximately they're saying eight months. Eight months. 
Now, one guy sitting there saying they can produce about 9,000 barrels of oil per day, possibly more. Jerry's got a whole different opinion I, on I, that. I think it's a little bit more than that. Yeah, yeah. And it, now, now, the eight months yeah. I agree with because sure. basically what's happened is, you know, all the people have left. They've taken their tools home. The uh, the job sites are closed down, right. uh, you know, everything like that. So as far as it'll probably take a month to a month and a half to get things up and running. Right. And that might even be a conservative estimate. And so the actual work on the pipeline is probably six months or less. But yeah. because, you know, we we just, you know, shut everything down and sent everybody home, it would take a while to get it back up and running. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But this is something that needs to be done. We also need to get oil out of, we, you know, we've said this before. We need to get oil out of Ohio, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, Alaska, Texas. We can go on. Uh, Oklahoma. You know, Oklahoma. You know, I mean, we can go on even Dakota, you know, all that. Um, but, again, is it going to happen? It doesn't sound like it. Now, just so you guys know, 80% of Americans want this. 80%. And what is Joe Biden doing? Turning his back, always on stage and walking away because he doesn't want to hear it. He doesn't give a damn about you. Excuse my French, I said it. He really doesn't care. And neither do any of them up there. All they care about is their green deals. And Jerry and I talked about this the other night. He wants electric cars so bad, it's killing him. We're not opposed to electric cars. We really aren't. However, right now, we're in a major, major chip shortage. Do you know how many chips it takes to go into an electric car? Thousands, probably, right, Jerry? Would you agree with that? I, you know what? I have no idea, but I'm I know guessing. that it's more than what goes in a gasoline car because a lot more. You know, you're controlling more electronics. Yes, a lot more. Well, and, you know, what's interesting is yeah. you're talking about, you know, Biden's talking about everybody should have an electric car. Yeah. Uh, I was watching a press conference earlier today. And when I was watching this press conference, one of the uh, media asked uh, Jen Psaki if the president owned an electric car. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, instead of saying yes, he does or no, he doesn't, she tap danced around, which obviously means no, he doesn't. And her answer was something to the effect of, well, you know, uh, the president believes in this. He goes, yeah, but does he own an electric car? Well, you know, as president, he doesn't drive. So the the reporter says you know i remember watching him a few months ago getting his corvette and rev the engine and talk about what a great car it was so we know he owns a gasoline car right. so does he own an electric car well you know and and then she moved on to the next yep. person because she wouldn't answer the question hold on so here's the guy that's pushing yep. it mm-hmm. he's pimping it but he doesn't own one himself right so what should that tell people jerry Hypocrite. jerry hold on one second i got that segment i was just getting ready to play it after just before again jerry's looking at my notes he knows what i'm getting ready to play it's scary i actually people, got this I gotta segment. Tell you, we didn't discuss this before you know we got on tonight so it's not like you know we said oh hey start talking about this and i'll pretend you know no we, we didn't even discuss it not at all i called him i said you ready to roll let's roll we don't even yep. discuss much at all we just say, okay, we're going to talk about this, 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 that's it, real quick, maybe something, and that's it. Hold on, here's the segment. No. You guys are pushing electric vehicles today. This is a president who always talks about the power of our example. Mm-hmm. Does he own an electric vehicle? Presidents of the United States don't do a lot of driving. 
He's posted videos where he's revving the engine of his Corvette in Wilmington. He owns cars. And he also has driven electric vehicles as president, as, as to give a model to the rest of the country. Does he own one? I think the president's record oh on this is clear, Peter. Presidents of the United States, current, and when they are no longer, typically are not doing a lot of driving. You guys are pushing electric vehicles today. Okay. So... <laughs> There was the segment that Jerry just talked about, so it's the same thing. Um, yeah, she's basically avoiding the subject. No, he does not own an electric car. Of course not, because if he did, no. what a great win that would have been for her. Right. To be able to go, of course he does. As a matter of fact, here's a picture of him in it. You know, right. I, I love the part where she says, but he did drive one last year. Yeah, at the plant that makes them. You know, yeah, exactly. I mean, not not his own or, you know, he, he didn't go to, you know, one of the rental car companies and rent one. You know, he went to some special event and, you know, they let him drive one there. <laughs> I love it, though. <laughs> yeah, he owns uh, other cars in Wilmington. I, where in Wilmington? Oh, God, Wilmington, please. Delaware. Thank God. Don't tell me off the Wilmington, North Carolina. I'm going to have to move out of the state. Uh, <laughs> I will be moving. I'm moving to Florida. I'm coming back home. Oh, gosh. Yeah, uh, but, I mean, but what a hypocrite, though. The guy that yeah. wants to lead the charge. Now, I guarantee you that he'll be out buying an electric car really soon or else one of the manufacturers will just give him one, you know, so that, you know, they can title it in his name. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you can say, yes, I do own one. Right. But one of my favorite things that, you know, when I see him speak, and when I say favorite, I don't mean it in a good way. Sure. Uh, but, uh, you know, he sits there and talks about, uh, oh, yeah, hey, man, it's going to create lots of jobs, man. It's going to create thousands and thousands of jobs. Well, no, it's not, Joe, because what's going to happen mm-hmm. is it may create some jobs. Right. But the net jobs are going to be losses because what's going to happen is you're going to lose the jobs in the factories that manufacture engines for gasoline cars the uh, factories that uh, generate or manufacture transmissions uh, the auto parts industry the auto parts stores uh, you know all these different places gas station employees uh, you know here's something to think about convenience stores at gas stations the the only reason a lot of these convenience stores exist Mm -hmm. is because there's a gas station when somebody stops for gas you go you know I think I'm going to run inside and get a bag of chips and a soft drink or a bottle of water and, you know, something right. like that. Or, yeah, I mean, and it's like, so once you don't have to go to a gas station, if you're just charging up at home when you go home at night, those convenience stores are going to go away. And so you think about how many tens of thousands of convenience stores will close nationwide. And let's say that just the average convenience store only has five employees. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, hold on. Hold on, Jerry. Hold on. I may have to disagree with you on part of that. Wait a minute. Here, why? First of all, here's here's I'm going with this as a joke, guys. Sure. Wait, we're gonna go ahead instead of putting gas pumps there. We're gonna put electric, electric. Uh, what do you call those? Where you plug your car in? So you could plug your car in. I can't even remember the name of this stupid thing now. But anyway, you just plug your car in, and yes, you're gonna have to sit for two plus hours to charge your car. So you can there go in is. and buy things while you're waiting for two hours. Exactly. Or you could just go home at night and bypass the convenience store altogether. Oh, yeah. Or we're going to go ahead and sit there and we'll create a little restaurant in there and everything else. That, that'll that be his next move. Jeez. Yeah, but I, I got to tell know. you, I, I mean, maybe I'm strange. But I, well, I am, but I don't have two hours in the middle of the day to just stop and go no. in and eat and, and go shopping while my car is charging. 
Now, right. you put a charger at my work. Okay, great. You know, I'll go charge my car while I'm working. You know, right. it's like, and, and as you and I know, you know, that wouldn't work because I don't have a static place that I work at. But for the right. people that do have a static place that they go to every day, yeah. you know, you can charge a car at work. You can charge a car at home. But not many people are just going to pull into some random place somewhere between their work and their home and just stop off for two hours or an hour or, or even if they could charge their car for half an hour and, you know, get enough to get where they're going. Sure. You know, most people don't have that kind of time in their day to give to that kind of endeavor. Right. Right. And we're not against electric cars and stuff. I mean, we're not at all. We're not at all. I mean, it's a great idea. It's going to take years and years to get to the point where, yes, I could travel across the country and just, you know, that would be awesome. But again, there's pollution that makes the batteries. We can get in all that too and all kinds of stuff there, but I'm not going to do that tonight. Well, I'm not against electric cars, but I am against being told that that's what I have to have. Right. Right. I Well, there's a good point right there. Freedom of choice. That's one thing we're always about. Oh. My driveway, my choice. <laughs> and that's as far as you're allowed to go, to the end of your driveway and back. You can't go out on that other road. I'll go get the mail in my gasoline car. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I, I have one of my friends that's a big, big, big green uh, person, um, you know, making a big deal the other uh, about two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Talk about how she was. Uh, going to pick her kid up from school and how it was wintertime and, and she lives in a very cold area and uh, she went to pick her kid up and so she was shocked at all the people that left their cars running to to run the heater to keep warm that why didn't they just all carry blankets in their car and and you know and, and wrap themselves in a blanket instead of running their car and and so uh, when I when I saw that it was a post on Facebook so when I saw that post on Facebook I told her I said you know what I said you know, in honor of you not running your car, I just went out and started my lawnmower and left it running for the last three hours. You know, I wanted to make up for the uh, emissions that you weren't producing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. And now he has a war with his neighbor or friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Going on. Yeah, there you go. Uh, ask her about um, what's going on with the gas, what she's saying about it right now, because a lot of people are all sudden wanting gas and fuel and well, you know what, Brian? She's like Joe Biden. She talks a good game, but she does not have an electric car. Exactly. And she also doesn't have solar on her house. Yeah. And she doesn't have a windmill. And, I mean, so they're all talk. Yeah, exactly. I went into this with a uh, person that I know a couple, about, about maybe about a year and a half ago when we were talking. And this individual's all about climate change and global warming and talking about it like crazy and explaining, oh, this is what we need to do. We need to have solar panels, windmills, and he's going electric cars and all this. I said, what do you drive? Uh, I drive a Mustang, or I think it was something like that. Why aren't you driving a electric car? Well, because I can't afford an electric car. That was one thing he said. And I said, okay, so why aren't you riding a horse then? Well, that's stupid. Well, you're not standing by your principles then. You're totally that he doesn't have me. solar on his house. Right. Or, None of it. Yeah. And he's I'm just like, you're telling me all this, but you're not standing by your own principles. You should be ashamed, I told him. He was turning bright red. And people around me were just laughing at him and it was making him more mad. And I just walked away and said, Okay, just wanted you to know. <laughs> By the way, I'll, I'll throw something else out yeah. to you as well. And, and uh, I, I know that you're possibly aware of this, probably aware of this, but a lot of the people out there might not be. 
the batteries that are used in most of the hybrids and the uh, fully electric cars are batteries that are called nickel metal hydride batteries. Now, one thing you need for nickel metal hydride batteries is nickel. Guess what is not being produced in the uh, Eastern European theater right now because there's a war going on? Yep. Nickel. So if we're not producing nickel uh, because there's a war going on right now, guess mm -hmm. what we can't build? Batteries for electric cars. And so, you know, that's another thing, you know, that, that, you know, so now we can't even make the batteries. And plus, this is going to have an effect for years to come because right. right now some of the mining operations are probably being damaged or they're going to have to be repaired. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's just there's so many things that are going on. And, and, and I'll throw something else. Out. And I know you and I have talked about this before, yeah. but right now, like when it's the summertime and there's extreme heat, you turn on the news and all you hear about is, you know, certain cities where, you know, oh, they're, they're got rolling blackouts so that they can have enough power in certain areas. They've got rolling brownouts so that they can have enough power in certain areas because there's not enough power uh, capability, not enough capability to generate power to pay, uh, keep everybody's air conditioners running and the refrigerators running and all that. So they're having these blackouts and brownouts and power outages and everything like that. Well, how's that going to work if we can't right now keep our energy production at a level we need to keep it uh, when we have gasoline cars? How are we going to keep that energy production level up when we have 150, 200 million electric cars that Bogged need to be down. charged? Yep. Good point. Very good point. And we talked about palladium, by the way. We, palladium goes into the chips, and that's right in Ukraine right now. A exactly. big majority of that. And that, again, chips, uh, batteries. I mean, this is just going to go on and on, people. Going to go on and on. And I'll be honest. It's time to stand up and tell these people, you want the U.S. to produce more fuel, more gas. We need to take the lead on this. I said it the other night. We need to be, I mean, producing for everybody out there. We need to be energy independent again. We were right there when Trump was in office. And no, oh God, he, he, he loves Trump. And we hear all that. It's all they can bring up is Trump. Trump's gone, guys. This is just the fact. Well, you know, there's something else that's that. interesting as well, yeah. Brian, that, you know, everybody talks about, oh, we need electric cars. We need electric cars. Yeah. You know, uh, okay, so we need electric cars. Well, with electric cars, you know, right now, one of the big problems in the world today is terrorist activity. Yeah. And some of that terrorist yeah. activity is sponsored by, uh, you know, some of the major countries like Iran and China and yep. places like that. Well, if a terrorist gets a hold of yep. a weapon uh, called an electromagnetic pulse weapon, EMP, Yep. And sends out an electromagnetic wave. It destroys all electronics within the area that that weapon was set off. So if you were to have somebody set off an EMP, and, and the crazy thing is an EMP wouldn't hurt the people. It would only hurt the electronics. So if you were to set off an EMP, uh, you know, weapon as a terrorist attack in, say, New York City or Washington, D.C. Right. or Los Angeles, it would fry all electronics yep. in that area, which means that all the electric cars would now be garbage. They would literally be worth what they weigh. That's it. Yeah. And it's like, and, you know, I mean, so now if we get rid of our entire, uh, you know, amount of gasoline engine cars, now gasoline engine cars also use electronics. However, 
all you would have to do is replace certain electronic components. Yep. But if your car is electric, you just destroyed the car. Yep. You know, so I mean, yeah, I look at stuff like that. Plus, the other thing is too, you get caught on the side of the road. You know, you get caught in traffic, bad weather, you run out of electricity. You can't just go get a can of electricity from the local gas station down the road, you know, pick up a can and go walk a mile and, you know, go get a gallon of electricity and put it back in your car. So, right. you know, I mean, you could be putting people in literally in grave danger by forcing everybody to have electric cars. And I just believe that it should be the choice, not our government telling us what we have to drive. Right. And frankly, you know what? There's electric cars out there. And you know what? They have to put subsidies on them because if they didn't, people weren't buying them. Right. They, the only the only time people are buying the electric cars is when there's a subsidy. And, oh, you get this tax break and you get that tax break. And there's this subsidy right here. And, you know, that's why people are buying electric cars. There's very, very, very few people that are out there right now paying full dollar, you know, full window sticker on electric cars. Right. Well, look how much Teslas are. They're expensive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, my wife was asking me something the other day and she was saying, well, why does Tesla have cars right now? And my understanding that he actually had chips stored quite a few for years. And well, he's a pretty smart guy. So I believe he's that. Very intelligent. Very intelligent. And that's a good move. But how long is it going to last? That's the next step. How long for him? And, yep. uh, you know, I actually, uh, Elon Musk is already saying we need to produce more fuel. We need to do this. I mean, the guy is a genius. He really is. Yep. And I admire him. And he, obviously, we talked about the other night. He's not a Republican. He's not a Democrat. He's conservative. Or not conservative. Independent. I'm sorry. Independent. So, and there's his reasons why. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> what do you want to talk about now, guys? Gosh, no, we're going over everything. It's crazy. Well, one thing I'll bring up, and I know we've talked about it a lot lately, but uh, one of the neat things, I think it's neat anyways, yeah. one of the neat things that happened in Ukraine today is uh, the Ukrainian military yep. caught a column of Russian tanks, Heard that. and they wiped out an entire... Now, hear me on this one. An entire regiment of Russian tanks, not a platoon, not a company, not a battalion. They wiped yeah. out an entire regiment. And there's actually video of it that is uh, been getting out onto the news channels. Yeah. So this war is costing Putin a whole lot more than he thought it was going to cost him, because now we're talking hundreds of tanks. And, you know, the video that I saw, what happened was they hit the head of the column. And this it's a it's a classic tactic. You hit the head of the column and you hit the back of the column and then the rest of them are stuck in the middle and you just pick them off one by one because they can't go forward and they can't go back. Yeah. And, you know, and that's exactly how I would set it up if I were over there. And, you know, I mean, so when I saw that, I was like, wow, man, that's going to be pricey. That's going to be expensive. Yeah. You know, and that's something else that just reminded me of Harris today and what's going on. Why are we not sending planes? Blows my mind. Mine too. And many yeah. other people are saying the same thing. There's people that are scared right now. Oh my God, we're going to get into World War Three if we do that. Oh my God, we don't need a fly, uh, no-fly zone over there because that's going to automatically put us in World War Three. 
That is well, let, not going to do it. Let's think about the hypocrisy of these it's people, though. It's not going to, yeah. Well, look, but let, let's think about the hypocrisy of these right. people. They talk about how we are the greatest country on Earth, and we have a responsibility to the Earth when it comes to green energy to lead the way to uh, make the environment cleaner and everything like that. Well, if, if we need to lead the way and we're the greatest country on Earth, then why in the world are we letting people get slaughtered in Ukraine and not stepping in? We're the greatest country on Earth. We right. have the greatest military on Earth. And it's like, and, you know, I mean, so, you know, talk about the hypocrisy. We need to lead from the front when it comes to green energy. Oh, but you know what, Ukraine? Oh, screw them. You know, let them get killed. Right. You know, and we haven't, I, I just Jerry, don't get that. I'm going to bring this up because Jerry and I talked about this. We, we talked about it on a show before. We have an agreement with Ukraine. It was made quite a few years back. And we're not about, we're not following what we said we would do for Ukraine. Go ahead and talk yep. about Jerry. You know, you well, know there, the, there was the, uh, oh gosh, I, I know it was the Helsinki Accord. That's right. It in is. the 1970s. It is. And right. that was in the 1970s where, you know, we basically uh, signed something with the, the United Nations and made promises to countries like Ukraine that we would make sure that their borders stayed their borders if anything ever happened in Europe. Right. And then in the 1990s, and I, I forget the, the, uh, the uh the accord that was signed there but that yeah. was the one where in the 1990s when they gave up their nuclear weapons uh in like 1994 yep. that we promised them that we would work with the united nations to protect them in case they were ever invaded well there was four countries that signed on to protecting them using the united nations there was yep. u.s britain ukraine and russia yep well russia's the one invading right now exactly so the the u.s and the united kingdom in Ukraine are the other three signatories, and so therefore Ukraine's being attacked. Well, it said we would work with the United Nations. Well, the United Nations has allowed Russia to gain a seat on the Security Council, and since they hold a seat on the Security Council, they have veto power on any uh, proposition or resolution that is brought up in the United Nations. So right now, if the U.S. and the U.K. to go to the United Nations and say, hey, we got to save Ukraine, the Russian diplomat, all he has to do is say no. And it's like because they have veto power. Anybody that has a seat on the Security Council can veto any resolution in the United Nations. Yep. And because Russia has a seat on the Security Council. So since we know that, but we've made our promise to Ukrainians, to the Ukrainians, you know, I just it, it it's reprehensible and it's yep. unconscionable that we are not uh, helping those people out more than we are. And what you yep. brought up about the fighter jets, you know, and how we're not allowed to send those now because Biden, you know, uh, is telling Poland not to do it. I mean, Brian, there is yeah. something going on behind yep. the scenes that we don't know about because Biden is doing everything he can to help the Russians. Yep, I agree. He did not want to do this and stop. He He's the one that did not want to stop buying fuel from Russia. Yeah, no, he was angry that we stopped buying fuel. And, Very angry. And kind of pointing his finger at the American people, like, well, the American people forced me to do it, but... You know, we're going to do it. I mean, well, you know, now are you kidding me? He should have been now. proud of the fact that we were stopping buying oil. From right. Him, but instead, he was angry about it. Right. And he said right away, oh, prices are going to go up. You know why prices are going to go up? Because you're not going to produce oil and do your job. That's one part exactly. of it. I mean, it's crazy. And then what are they doing now? Jinsaki. Putin's fault. Putin's fault. Biden. Putin's fault. No, it is your fault. Clean up your own mess, Biden. Prices were way up before this invasion absolutely so you know prices were way up i mean 
As a matter of fact, if you look at where prices were before the Russian invasion of Ukraine, they've gone up less since the invasion than they have since Joe Biden's inauguration. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, you do the math on that one. And it's like, so if you want to blame gas prices on Ukraine, they've gone up far more from the inauguration till the invasion than from the invasion until now. Right. And gas prices are going to continue to go up. We know that. But because we're not producing enough fuel for us, we can do it. We We can do it. But as always... They screw it up like they always do. And then we're having to jump back in and fix everything. And they're like, oh, look, look what they're doing wrong. And they try to find everything that, you know, we're well, Brian, trying to fix I, that I they did wrong. You, I, I lived in Saudi Arabia yeah. for a while when I was in the military. Okay. And the only natural resources that they have in Saudi Arabia are oil, yep. people, and sand. Okay. That's it. So. Yeah. You know, if there's ever a need for sand to make cement and, yeah. you know, put in sandboxes and use for landscaping and everything like that, you know, that that would be the new oil for Saudi Arabia because they got plenty of that. Right. They have lots of oil. Mm-hmm. Well, it, you know, I know I'm being facetious, but, you know, I mean, so oil is basically what they have. And with oil being what they have, then, of course, when they smell blood in the water, they're going to raise their prices. I would if I was a businessman, if I said. Hey, wow, you know what? The market's really hot for the product that I have, and that's right. my number one product. So I'm going to charge more and make money while I can because I know that it won't be a permanent, right. indefinite thing. You know, because, you know, before Saudi Arabia had oil, there was nothing there. Yep. And it's like, you know, go back, look at some history of Saudi Arabia. There was nothing there. That was not a desired part of the world to, you know, to be in. But, you know, once oil was discovered, oh, my goodness, you know. Yep. And, you know, I mean, but, uh, you know, I mean, so right now, if, if I were Saudi Arabia, if I were Venezuela, if I were Iran, if I were, you know, Kuwait, if I were, I would do the exact same thing they're all doing. I'd raise my prices. Right. And we're trying to buy from the terrorist countries, most of them. I know. It blows and yet Russia's involved with these countries. And, and all Russia's... we have to do is just produce our own. Right. And here we go. Russia's involved with these countries. Guess what? Russia's going to make money off of this if we're buying oil from these countries. Yep. Go, we're supporting the war again. We're supporting yep. Russia again. Where is the logic and common sense in this, guys? Where is it? There is none up there. There's something going on, and they're hiding it. Something is going on up there in D.C. Joe's hiding something. He's got something. Something is involved here. I don't know. I don't want to get into conspiracy theories, but doesn't sound right to me. Any yep. person with some common sense can see this. Yeah, if you don't see this, something you're an on. idiot. Yeah. I'll say There's it. something going on. Yeah. Absolutely. Something. But anyway. Yep. All right. Well, we're about to end the show. We're running our 30 minutes. As always, I do want to mention something that's seriously going to happen in two weeks. So we said we're talking about invasions. All right. Well, I always said things were crazy. We started out with what? COVID and we had different variants of COVID and all of a sudden we had all kinds of other things going on at the same time. The world was going crazy. I just said, if Godzilla pops up, it'll be normal. Well, then what are we dealing with now? Ukraine, COVID, where'd COVID go? (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, Yeah, not much on that anymore. I've heard little things here and there, but not a whole lot, except the White House is trying to get more money, apparently. So, 
I guess for some COVID relief they're talking about. So I don't know where they're going to put that money. They never seemed to put all the money into COVID when they said they were going to use it last time. Um, no. no. Well, they'll just they... change the rules after they give the money to these right. areas, and they'll just say, oh, well, you know what? Since COVID's not as bad, now you can use it for this instead. Yeah. They think the American people are stupid, and the majority of, of us are pretty smart. There are a few, I call them sheep, that follow and have no clue, and I see them all the time running around with their mask on when no one's around and everything else. I'm like, oh, my gosh, stop. Oh, gosh. Anyway, so guess what? Giant flying spiders. <laughs> this is not the National Enquirer. <laughs> so giant flying spiders. It's been on the news. I said, oh, God, i got to hear this. Apparently, it is going to happen, they say. I'll believe it when I see it. And um, I don't know. They're going to be covering the grounds of the East Coast all over. I hear I'm going to. I'm supposed to have movie night in a couple weeks. I do this in my backyard where we have friends come over for movies and watch them out inside. But I'm going to laugh all of a sudden. I'm going to say, we can't have movie night. It's spiders everywhere. Hey, that might be a good movie to actually put out in the yard. Arachnophobia. <laughs> Jerry, did you just. Where is that camera in my uh, my studio, man? <laughs> I was just getting ready to say that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, we will be filming in two weeks about spider invasion. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Can we actually... Uh, what are we going to have to name these guys? I mean, we got to name them. Uh, are they... Oh, wait. Maybe they're little... Well, hold on. Let's get the whole thing going. They got they're like uh, little robots, and they're act- no. I'm just kidding, guys. They're gonna think I'm doing conspiracy theories. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah, really. <laughs> well, I, I got Biden tell you sent them out, say, but that's that's part of our. You know, yeah. I mean, you live long enough, you see different things happen. Yeah, you do. You know, when I was younger, uh, I remember there were certain parts of the country that had fire ants, and now they're like everywhere in the southern United yeah. States, all the way across and. I remember that coyotes were only in a certain number of states. Now they're in every single state yeah. in the union. They're in every county in North Carolina now. So, yeah. so things do wind up, you know, moving. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you look at, you know, stuff like that, but, you know, now all of a sudden too, you know, as much, uh, international commerce as we have, you know, stuff comes in and, yeah. you know, it comes in in a package or it comes in on a ship or, you know, whatever. And next thing you know, it, it shows up on our shores and, you know, well, it has no, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, no natural enemies. Yeah. And so, True. you know, that's like the, the problem in the Everglades right now with the mm. pythons that have been released, you know, yeah. people, when people let them go because the python has no natural enemy in the Everglades. And so now they're, you know, their gestation cycle is, yeah. you know, very high and, you know, um, so, you know, now they've actually got teams of people that literally go out in the Everglades and that's their job is to hunt pythons. And there's an actual bounty, I guess, paid by the state. But, you know, I mean, so with these spiders, you know, who knows where they came from? I don't know if somebody, <laughs> you know, you know, brought them in and, and had them as a, an experiment or kept them in a an, an aquarium at home or something like that. Or I don't you know. know. Whatever, or I'm... if they came in on a shipment of some kind or. I know when I was a kid, I saw this movie about a big giant spiders invading and they were like huge, like Godzilla size or something almost. And uh, yep. why am I seeing my house covered in these spiders in my head when this thing starts? <laughs> well, you're going to have a, here we go again. We're going to have a lot of people going over to their therapist saying, oh my God, I'm seeing spiders everywhere. <laughs> 
I need drugs, doctor. <laughs> People with uh, phobias to spiders. That's, yeah, there you go. They could just wear a mask and they'll be fine. Exactly. They're supposed to be poisonous, too. Yeah, but if you wear a mask, that stops everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Wear a mask. I'll stop it. Yeah, no <laughs> spiders. You see a spider, wear a mask. <laughs> oh, my pest guy in my uh, house is going to be busy when he comes over next time. I'm going to be saying, no, no, no. I want triple the amount of poisons you put around here. <laughs> And then I'll be up here on my next show, uh, kind of green looking, going, oh, we're okay. He loses my voice completely at that point. Oh, man, this is a fun show. All right, well, that's it. Anything else? Nothing I can think I of. I think we're good to go. Um, we'll be talking in another couple of days, myself or Jerry, and me, and we'll see. And he'll read my notes again, as always, somehow. I'm going to find <laughs> that camera. So, uh, as always, just want to thank our law enforcement for everything you guys do. I do want to thank our military for everything you guys do. Our first responders as well. Our farmers. And our truck drivers. Ted Cruz was out driving with the uh, convoys today. I heard he was uh, on the road. Did you hear about that, Jerry? I did hear about it, and I was a little disappointed yeah. in, in this week for myself because yeah. uh, I was working in D.C. earlier in the week, and I did not get a chance to go out and see the yeah. The convoys and yeah. uh, the guy that I was working with is ultra liberal. So, yeah. I, you know, I wasn't going to push the issue. And, you know, so but what I did do is when he wasn't looking, I put a couple of the I did that decals on gas pumps up there. So, okay. <laughs> did but you yeah, put any no, on his I, luggage, by the way? I would have put some. No, oh, no, because he would know. He would know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, he that. knows how i feel but we just don't talk about it when we travel together and so we don't travel <laughs> together that often but um but the funny thing is it, it and you know it's it's interesting brian and i think yeah. you've experienced this with some people you know as well yeah. he's always asking my opinion on things and he's always asking and then when i tell him he'll yeah. ask me why i feel that way and he never has anything negative to say what i i answer to his question yeah but i never ask him what he thinks because i don't really care because i know you know that you know he gets his news from cnn and msnbc and everything like that i know it's a bunch of garbage yeah and it, it's crazy because he's not a stupid guy yeah and it's like and and that's what's so frustrating is there's so many smart people that fill their mind with garbage there are and yeah i mean but i know but yeah i was i i, I saw ted cruz to answer your question and i yep. thought that was fantastic yep i was bummed i didn't go over there and and see some of those guys but it just wasn't in the cards this time and yeah. you know what i mean but uh i i would rather them be there doing what they're doing and i didn't see them yep. than to go up there looking for them and they're not there you know so as long as they're there i'm happy oh yeah all right and did i say our farmers thanks to our farmers i don't know if i brought that one up i might have um, people that are still working at the got it. Where are the, yeah. Wait a minute. Oh no, that one he knows because we say it all. Well, the time. since it's I interrupted you, notes, I just so, wanted yeah. to make sure I didn't let you forget anybody. Okay. Well, what am I going to say next? God well, bless. See, already hit our military, our first responders, yep. uh, farmers, people that are working, truck drivers. Yep. Yeah. God you bless. Much thanked everybody. Yeah. Wait a minute. God bless Ukraine. Our prayers are with Ukrainian people. Our prayers are with Russian people. Our prayers are with people all over the world. There you go. And 
Our prayers are with some, believe it or not, the military as well. Some of the Russian military ran off and don't don't even know what's going on. We've talked about that. And they're trying to get away from them all. You know, they don't want to be part of this. And that's happening. So it would be interesting to hear what yeah. this, the desertion rate is. Yeah, I know. It would be. Um, but we'll maybe we'll find out about that in time. I don't know. We'll see yeah, I'll look and see if I can find anything out on that. But I'm sure they're keeping that real quiet. But I, I'll see if I can find anything on that. Oh, yeah. There was a um, – oh, by the way, there is a uh, – hold on. He's a congressman. Here in North Carolina, by the way. I'm trying to remember. I may have to look him up. I may not have it. He is – let's see. Um, I thought I made a copy of it. Ought to find out. He's actually Republican. He's talking bad about the Ukraine president. Very bad. So a lot of people are going at him right now. So, and he's trying to apologize and backpedal. Apparently, sorry, too late. Um. All right. Anyway, God bless you. <laughs> we're we're gonna go. We'll talk about that the next couple nights. God bless you guys. God bless America. Have a great night. Take care, and I'll talk to you in a few days. Take care. Bye.